What up? Welcome in to another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast, brought to you by Film Cinema, cinema for everyone. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. Um, not on YouTube right now. We're taking a YouTube break, just doing an audio. So uh, just doing an MP4. So if you have you know any podcasting format at all, um, it's where you'll find the Not Your Normal Podcast. The AOCs are still on YouTube. Go check those out. Go check out season three. Aaron, what's going on? Oh, nothing much. Oh, nothing much. Stayed up pretty late. With the new uh, iFilm Cinemas Gaming. Yeah, I made um, an iFilm Cinemas Gaming video. Um, First one? Yeah. Um, I also made a iFilm Cinemas Productions video that I think is out now. I'm pretty sure it is. I set it to release at, I think, 8. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Sorry about that. Tuesday yeah. the 19th. Yeah, it's uh, it's out right now. It's five minutes long. Go check that out. It's a nice little update video. Yeah, in that video, I know that because um, I wasn't over here when I recorded it. I was at home, but um, I'm a little low. I'm gonna turn me up just a little bit. What the cheeks? There we go. What the um, cheeks? <laughs> no, it's a. I made a video about um, you know, us taking a YouTube break from mm-hmm. this um, AOC stuff. Uh, the revisit season four, the revisit tour. Um, iPhone Cinemas Gaming uh, first video will be out on a date. Um, Which the little bit that you sent me looked really good. Yeah, it worked out really well. Um, so we need to bring that here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we figure out how to bring that here because we have a setup in here ready for iPhone Cinemas yeah. Gaming. Which so you made. I mean, it's at this point it's already out. So what the the, the video right? The iPhone Cinemas video? See, I was thinking I was going to put it out on a Thursday. Okay, so it'll be out a week from now. We're we're recording this on Thursday the 14th. So yeah, a week May. from now, yeah, so yeah. the 21st. But this comes out on the 19th. Yep. So you're going to uh, release it on the 21st. Yeah. Okay. Well, so we're we'll on then. Yeah, we'll have a podcast on Monday. I was about to... I mean, on Tuesday. Tuesday yeah, this will be out on Tuesday. Yep. ALC on Wednesday, yep. this on Thursday, and then another NYMP on Friday. Um, talk about some merch. Um, talked about uh, the possibility of you and Garrett uh, starting up the sports, sports podcast. podcast again. Yeah, I need to get with him on that because um, so, Brian wanted to do it again too. Which okay, I think if I'm involved in it, I think well, that's not really true. Let's say if I'm involved in it, it'll be more structured. No, I usually just sit down and talk. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm not sure. We'll see how that goes, but I need to talk to Garrett about that anyway. So yeah, I talked about all that stuff. So what kind of games? Are you looking to push to? So I in the video I said mainly um, I said that uh, probably consist of uh, me hating you and Garrett. Sometimes mm-hmm. I told him I well basically I said that um, mainly you and Garrett will be towards more like a, like a Rocket League maybe. Um, yeah, Garrett might do some two K stuff. Yeah, he will. Um, and then me and Hayden uh, do. I would do Rocket League as well. Um, me and Hayden would do obviously Call of Duty stuff. Um, I was thinking uh, get John John to do an episode because he does gaming stuff on PC. Yeah. So Master Race. Yeah. <laughs> um, do that and then. Um, you know what game I would play a lot of? What? Well, I've been playing a lot of it anyway. What? Fallout seventy six. Yeah, you can do that too. Yeah. I feel like that game is kind of like fun to watch. I have that game. I have that game. I also, for some reason, last night. Um, so there was this thing on YouTube that popped up the other day. A guy that used to work for Rockstar, the mm-hmm. video gaming company, yeah. makes uh, Grand Theft Auto and 
he yeah he he used to work for him. Mm-hmm. He no longer works for him, but he made a train. His YouTube channel is Rockstar Beta, so like like beta video game player or whatever. Yeah. And he put up a video like a couple days ago, maybe a week ago, of Grand Theft. What is Grand Theft Auto Six? Uh, it's not real. So if you've seen this video, it's actually very high quality. And it looks really well, but it's actually uh, not Grand Theft Auto Six. He actually just made it just to make it. He used to work for Rockstar, so he has access to a bunch of unseen footage, like a uh, stock footage from Grand Theft Autos, and he sort of mashed them together and high deafened it up to make mm-hmm. it look like a GTA 6. But for some reason, watching that video made me go, man, I haven't played Grand Theft Auto 5 in a long time. <laughs> so it's only 20 bucks on PlayStation Network if you have a PlayStation Plus. Yeah. So I went on and bought it, and I downloaded it last night while I was playing a Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, it's, you know, I started playing it, and I started playing the story or whatever. And if I remember right, when it came out, I had a PS4 around the time PS4 came out. Yeah, it's I beat it then. Then I switched to an Xbox, and I bought it again for Xbox, and I beat it then. Then I went to PS4, bought it then, beat it, and then I got rid of my PS4, and I got another PS4. Beat it there. And I played it some last night. <laughs> um, but I played like 10 minutes of the story last night, but then I just went to the... The online. That's what everybody does now. Yeah, and I was just doing that for a little bit. (laughs) You know how many minutes I've probably logged on Grand Theft Auto? Probably a lot. Me? Yeah. Like 20 minutes. Really? I don't play Grand Theft Auto. Why? I just don't. I played San Andreas, like religiously on the PS2. I don't play. I don't have time to play Grand Theft Auto. It's a long game. Yeah, I don't have time to do that. I want to sit down and play something really fast to get it out of the way. Even with Fallout. With Fallout 76, I like that game because... You just, it's always saving. Yeah. So it just saves wherever you're at. That makes sense, yeah. So whatever you're doing, you can quit in the middle. And you just, your, your power can go out and you're saved right where you're at. Yeah. With a game like that, if you don't hit a checkpoint, you have to redo it. Yeah. And just, I don't know. I, I just don't really, I don't, I kind of fell off the, the uh, Grand Theft Auto yeah. train or whatever. I played a bunch of online last like night. It. So it was quite interesting. You know what game I'll never stream? Ever never make a video about ever Fortnite? Yeah. Yeah, no, I freaking I was uh, talking about that on my uh gaming video I made last night. I said um I was talking about how I always found it interesting that people like to watch other people play video games mm-hmm. and uh I was like I said something about um I really uh re- well Recently, I used to hate, not hate Call of Duty, but I got off of Call of Duty for a long time. Like me? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like Call of Duty. And uh, Warzone sort of put me back onto it, because um, I'm a fan of the Battle Royale format, but I played a bunch of Apex. But for some reason, Fortnite, Apex, and Call of Duty Warzone are really the only three like Battle Royale formats I can think of. Fortnite's the same thing as that, just add stupid characters and building and I think that's what made me not like it it's so pointless but but hey credit to all those people that play Fortnite yeah. like Ninja he's he a god a money. he is a god at, I've watched him play it that dude's a god at that game that dude is a straight up he'll you know land see somebody in the house take them out real quick 
People start shooting him from his back. He builds like a four layer yeah, brick wall. Yeah, he can build like and crazy. And he's he's gone behind him in like ten seconds. They're trying to break down his wall, so they think he's still back there. He runs up behind him, shoots them. You know, shout out Ninja. Uh, he's, he's, I'd like to have Ninja on the podcast. That'd be cool. It'd be interesting. He's I just a, I just don't like that. I, I think that's so stupid. I, I I haven't played this game since high school. I'd rather play Roblox like paintball than play Fortnite. Oh yeah, and I haven't played Roblox in. I, Eight years. Not a not a Fortnite guy, but no. I'm not either. I'm, I've no disrespect never, to all the Fortnite people. No, they make money. They make. I mean, they got a billion dollar tournament for Fortnite. So yeah, the guy that won the uh, won the Fortnite gaming tournament made more money than uh, whoever won whatever tournament, whatever golf tournament happened on the same like yeah. finished on the same day. He made yeah. more money. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So that's crazy. Um, speaking of sports, I do have a sports opinion, mm-hmm. and. I hate that we don't have a camera because I can't look to see what the time is. Oh. Where are we at? I can. About 11 minutes, 12 minutes? 10 minutes. 10 minutes, I'm right on. I got a clock in my head. Just like quarterbacks have clocks in their heads for how fast they have to get rid of the ball. Yeah. Um, Here's my topic because I know you'll do it. Everyone does it, and it pisses me off. Okay. And I heard about it on the radio. I heard about it on The Herd. I heard about it on First Things First. I heard Stephen A. Smith talking about it, which I don't like Stephen A. Smith, but he was on the radio. I've heard a lot of people talk about it, and it's really annoying. But name, just name the top, just name top five quarterbacks in the NFL. Just the first five quarterbacks that you think are the best that pop into your head. Top five quarterbacks in the NFL, like right now? Yeah, right now. Um, I hope you don't do it. I think you will, but I hope you don't do it. I'm going to go Patrick Mahomes. Okay, I agree with that. Tom. Okay. Mm, I'm going to go Deshaun Watson. Okay. Russell Wilson. And fifth, I'm going to go... Aaron? Probably. Okay. I'm really glad. Even though he was at fourth, I'm really glad you put him in there. I figured That wasn't were, in any order. I know. I figured you were going to leave Russell Wilson out. No. Because a lot of people do. No. For some reason, because he is in the in the northwest part of the country, and people just... I don't know why they forget about the Seahawks for some reason. Hmm. Russell Wilson's the best quarterback in the NFL. Oh, absolutely. Russell Wilson, statistically, since he's been in the NFL, is the best quarterback in the NFL. I agree with that. And I saw a side-by-side comparison of him and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He's significantly better than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. What do you think would happen in the media if um, if it was if it was said that the Green Bay Packers were entertaining bringing in Cam Newton to be the backup? That'd you, be weird. You think people would be happy with that? Probably not. Probably not, because now it's pressure on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. If you're trying to replace Aaron Rodgers, he's the I spit everywhere. He's the best quarterback in our franchise. Russell Wilson's got two Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson. Does he have two Super Bowls? They won. Did I, did I just make a mistake? I hope not. Hold on. I'm not sure. Hold on. I think he's got two. They beat the Broncos. Uh-huh. They lost to the Patriots. And... Hold on. I just drew a blank. Super Bowl. Let's see. Russell Wilson. Okay, come on. I need to know how many Super Bowls Russell Wilson. How many Super Bowls has Russell Wilson won? I'm not sure. Started in two Super Bowls. Oh, he started in two Super Bowls. He's won one. And lost one. He holds the record for most wins by a quarterback. Most wins by an NFL quarterback through seven seasons. And is one of... Two quarterbacks in NFL history with a career passer rating over a hundred. Oh, okay. You know, you know who the other one is who? Aaron Rodgers. Oh, hey. But no, if if you look at like if you look at list and you look at like like records and numbers and stuff like that, 
Yeah. Russell Wilson's on there. Yeah. Most wins by a quarterback to his first seven years. I almost didn't put Aaron Rodgers in there. I was trying to think of somebody else. Yeah. I mean, I understand it. But what I'm getting at here is Russell Wilson gets crapped on. Oh, yeah. So, so much. I'll see a list of the top whatever quarterbacks. The dude's got – put Patrick Mahomes number one. I'm fine with that. And even if you want to put someone else number two, okay, you better put Russell Wilson in your top three. I put Russell Wilson either 1B or number two behind Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. He gets crapped on all the time. Everyone leaves him off their list. Everyone forgets about him. You disrespect him. He never has wide receivers. He took Doug Baldwin, an undrafted guy, and made him very good, who now had to retire. Yeah. He never has help. It's very true. He had one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL. Yeah. And when he, when he did have help, they won a Super Bowl, and they were very competitive. Yep. But the Seattle Seahawks a couple days ago let a story out, which the only reason stories get out is because people let him out. Yeah, yeah. In 2018, they tried to they uh, they almost traded Russell Wilson for some draft picks to the uh, Cleveland Browns. Why? I don't know. Yesterday. In 2018. In 2018, they almost traded Russell Wilson. Foolishness. Yeah. Which, once again, do you, you think anyone's been like, you know, that's not true? We love our quarterback. Russell's great. Yeah. No. No one said that. No one's came out and said that. We yeah. love Russell. You know, that's just rumors. No. No one said that. Yeah. Then, it wasn't yesterday, day before. So today is Thursday the 14th. So like, I think it was Monday or Tuesday. So either the 11th or, 12th, or the 12th of May. Um, story came out that the Seattle Seahawks were looking at, at uh, Cam Newton to be their backup quarterback. Why? You want a celebrity backup as your quarterback? I mean... I mean, I, I don't. I understand wanting a backup, not but him. not him. Well, he doesn't... Oh, here's... Okay. The perfect place, in my opinion, the perfect place for Cam Newton would be... The CFL. No. Oh, yeah, maybe. Would be in Pittsburgh. Behind Ben? Behind Ben. Because if you compare Ben Roethlisberger and Russell Wilson's two scenarios, it's ridiculous because it's backwards. Yeah. Russell Wilson, he is one of the hardest working quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah. It is known the dude gets to the... The facility at 4 a.m., leaves at 9, 10 o'clock. His wife, Sierra, has actually gotten upset yeah. at him because you spend way too much time doing that. He's like Drew Brees. He wants to be the best. Yeah, he's like Drew Brees. He works super hard. Extremely mobile, but doesn't run. He doesn't have to run, but he's mobile enough that he can make plays, extend plays, and he never gets hit, never gets hurt. Knows yeah. when to get rid of the ball, makes smart plays, yeah, no, doesn't I make a lot of mistakes. You're saying, yeah. Then you got Ben Roethlisberger. And hold on. In Seattle, apparently they're trying to trade their quarterback. They never get their quarterback help on the offensive line. They've got not great wide receivers. Their best wide receiver they've had was the undrafted Doug Baldwin and Percy Harvin. And Percy Harvin had migraines and was out of town before he even got there. Yeah. So that's the best two weapons you've gotten him. You let Marshawn Lynch go, which that's fine, but whatever. You The whole Legion of Boom, break, whole Legion of Boom on that defense breaks up. Yep. And you finally pay your quarterback – and when you pay your quarterback, you don't want to get him help now because yeah. whatever. And you, the trade rumor, the Cam Newton rumor, and no one ever comes out and apologizes and be like, oh, you know, we love our quarterback. We love Russell. No. They just let that stuff simmer. Yeah. They disrespect him, and he's, from what I've heard, a good guy, the hardest worker in the room, and they don't give him the help that he needs or the support that he needs. Then you got Big Ben, who I picked Pittsburgh to get the Super Bowl, which is ridiculous. I don't. I look back on that and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> but 
stories come out that Ben Roethlisberger does not work out in the offseason. No, he, uh, there's, work a quote, is, there's a quote uh, by him the other – a couple days ago, actually. Um, I think Bleacher Report put it up as a joke they put on the caption was um, Big, ben, uh, Big Ben's workout routine in the offseason – it's something you've uh, – it's like unbelievably great or something like that, like joking about it. And he was like, uh, yeah, no, I don't lift. Uh, I don't do any of that. I eat about three or four cheeseburgers a day. And then maybe if I get time to, you know, to, to throw a ball around, I'll do that. His his offseason workout is like Pilates, yoga, and then a beer. Yeah. that's I'm not kidding. That's his offseason workouts. It's ridiculous. But he doesn't work out in the offseason. They have to like beg him basically to come in to study film. Yep. He holds on to the ball too long, which leads to him getting hurt literally every single year. Yeah. I like Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger's a good quarterback, but he gets hurt literally every single year. Not mobile anymore. Can't move. And they get him help. They always support him. That's the guy that needs Cam Newton as his backup. Yeah. Get the celebrity loud. I mean, I like Cam, but he is a loud mouth. Get the loud mouth backup to push you. This guy's going to take my job when I get hurt. I'm going to have to retire because this dude's ready to go. Okay. Who needs Cam Newton as their backup quarterback? Russell Wilson, the dude, that guy, or Ben Roethlisberger? Who's the guy that should have the support? The dude that you can't get out of the building and his wife's begging him to come home because he works so hard? Or the dude that doesn't work out and you have to beg him to come in the facility? The, the scenarios are backwards. In Pittsburgh, we love our quarterback. Yeah. And he... Takes advantage of that. Yeah. In Seattle, we talk about trading a top three quarterback in the NFL for a couple picks. We talk about having Cam Newton as our backup. Dude, that dude, you always need a backup quarterback. You don't need a backup quarterback. I said he's going to get hurt this year. Russell Wilson doesn't get hurt because he doesn't get hit. Yeah. Because he's smart. Because he's the smartest dude on the field at all times. I hate, I don't, I don't want to talk about this too long. I hate that the Seattle Seahawks. That Pete Carroll, and I can't remember the general manager's name, let that stuff happen. Yeah. They crap on Russell Wilson. Makes and I sense. And I don't know why. Maybe there's something that has happened in the past, or maybe there's something that goes on in the room because I'm not there. I don't see it. I'm not a fly on the wall. But if I was, maybe it'd make more sense. But as far as numbers, as far as work ethic, as far as legacy goes, that dude is one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Yeah. And he puts up... And with and I've actually heard him say this. He said that being a father, a stepfather, a leader in the room, a great NFL quarterback. I'm about to sneeze. I'm trying not to. All those things. He says they're all different jobs, but they're all the same thing. That the only thing you have to do to be great at those things is you have to be consistent. Yeah. He said even if you're consistently bad, everyone knows what they're getting every day, and you can't change. And he said I try to take that to my job is that I'm the same every day. I work the same, the, the hardest I can every single day and that you're getting the same thing. He is literally consistent. Go look at his numbers. He puts up literally the same numbers. He'll throw between 35 and 45 touchdowns every single year. He'll throw between 6 and 12 interceptions, and he'll throw for around 4,000 yards every single year. Yeah. He does it every single year. And I like Russell Wilson. And they're in the playoffs every single year. And get this, you know how many losing seasons he's had in his NFL career? As many as you and me. Zero? He has never had a losing. He has never had a record of 7-9 and nine in his entire NFL career. He's always had a winning record. He's in the playoffs every single year. He's deep in the playoffs every single year. And then that's the dude that we don't support. We support the guy that's hurt every year and the guy that 
And I'm not I'm not crapping on Ben Roethlisberger. There's other quarterbacks that get so much support that don't deserve it. Okay. Guys like um, guys like Jameis Winston who are throwing 30 picks, <laughs> and they're like, even when they're pushing him out the door for Tom Brady, they're still supporting him. Yeah. It just it blows my mind. I don't understand. I'm not crapping on those guys. I'm just saying the Seahawks and Seahawks not not say Seahawks fans, but just the Seahawks organization craps on Russell Wilson, and it pisses me off. Because I like Russell Wilson. Okay. Russell Wilson's Russell Wilson's going to be a top five quarterback in NFL history, and he's not going to get the recognition. But that's my sports rant. All right. I'm getting a Russell Wilson jersey. Okay. That's my sports rant. Oh. I mean, do you disagree with me at all? No. Should should I mean should you even have a backup? I mean, yeah, you have to have a backup quarterback. But are you going to spend money on a backup quarterback and and get a distracting backup quarterback at that? Well, Russ, not with, get a backup quarterback yeah, just yeah, in case, yeah. but, but not Cam Newton. He doesn't. He he plays in a style that doesn't get hurt. Now in Houston, yeah. If you if if, if Houston got Cam Newton, I would understand that because Deshaun Watson's getting hurt. Yeah, Deshaun Watson runs around too much. He's getting hurt. In Baltimore, if they're like, yeah, let's get Cam Newton, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Even in even in Tampa Bay, behind Tom. Yeah, because Tom might get hurt. Tom's older. Yeah, so I guess so. But I don't want a celebrity backup quarterback, and I definitely don't want a celebrity backup quarterback that doesn't work. Well, not to say doesn't work hard, but doesn't work as hard as my starter. Yeah, makes sense. That's all I'm saying. But um, you want to keep this in sports real quick? Yeah, sure. I got talk about. Iron Mike. Iron Mike. I was about to say Ice Mike. I was like, that's not right. Iron Mike Tyson. Iron Mike. Let's talk about Iron Mike. Let's, let's talk about some boxing. Yeah. But, oh, um, before I say that, uh, Wednesday night, so yesterday night for mm-hmm. us, but a week ago. Uh, well, almost a week ago. Almost a week almost ago. Almost a week, yeah, yeah. There was a UFC event last night. Really? Um, yeah. I didn't know that. Um, Anthony Smith fought Glover Teixeira. Okay. And Glover Teixeira beat the crap out of him. I'd take Glover in that. Um. At one point in the fight, because it's so quiet in there, there's no fans. <laughs> you can hear them talking to each other. That's not. But good. Glover is such a nice guy. He's beating the crap out of it. Are you okay? He goes. He goes. I'm sorry, Anthony. Anthony goes for what? And he goes. It's part of the job. And he goes. Yeah, it's all right. Boom! <laughs> Just on top of him, laying bombs. And then uh, I think it's the end of the third round. Anthony Smith goes to his corner, and they're giving him advice. And goes, my teeth are falling out. Ew. Last night, Ew. Anthony Smith lost 17 teeth. That's how bad he got beat up. That's how bad he got beat up. Dude. Mm. I was going to tell you something before the podcast, but I don't know if I need to say it on, on the podcast because it's very, like, massive defamation of character of, like, all boxers and all UFC fighters. Say it. No, because I don't want to get killed by all of them. Well, say it. Who cares? No. I, I like the UFC. I like boxing. Yeah. Don't think they're like the brightest people. Like I know that's awful. No, I, I don't think that they're... I think I think boxers and UFC fighters, like, basically... You know that little, you know that little bit of built-up aggression that everybody has? Yeah. They make a career out of it. That's what I think. I've always thought that. I don't think they're the most level-headed people. Why? You heard them after... I mean... There's a different, in my opinion, there's a difference in confidence and there's a difference in a arrogance. And I feel like a lot of them have, like Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather's arrogant as hell. Yeah, but he's also 50 and 0. So, extremely smart as yeah, well. As a, as a fighter. Also, as a business guy, sort of. He can't of. read. 
Huh? He can't read. It doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Other people run his businesses. He just has the money to fund it. He can't read. Well, I'm just, okay. Well, either way it goes, he, he invests in the right businesses to keep making him money. People do that for him, I think. In the community, John Jones, not a smart guy. He's a smart guy, just not mm. not smart. Smart people don't make those mistakes not, over and not, over. Not street smart. I mean, you can you, say the same thing you about get like what I'm you saying. can say the same thing about like oh, you can say the same thing about a lot of athletes. Oh, I'm just saying you can say the same thing about like rappers and stuff like that. Like yeah, Two Chains has a degree. A lot of rappers. His four. His two different degrees. He left college with a four point oh. One of the smartest guys. There's rap with with, with and even with. Even with UFC fighters, I'm, I'm I'm not saying all of them. That's why I was saying it's going to sound bad. But as a bulk, that's how I see it. And as a bulk with rappers, you're like, oh, you know, probably gang members, stuff like that. It's not true about all of them. Yeah. Because, I mean, didn't, um, was it Lil Pump? He's yeah. Harvard dropout? Well, he's not he's, really. He yeah. made it up. But yeah, he's an idiot. He's an idiot, yeah. But. Like, I don't. Uh, I mean, I'm an idiot for believing that. But I, I'm not saying, like, in general. Because, yeah, Two Chances has degrees. Kanye's. Pretty uh, smart. Kanye's a genius. Kanye's yeah. pretty smart. Marshall, even though Marshall, Jay Z is a, extremely smart. Yeah, Jay Z's businessman. But then you have Conor McGregor, extremely smart. Even he's kind of lacks judgment sometimes. Yeah, but I'm 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 saying just outside of the sport, he's extremely smart. I mean, the dude turned. He he's so he's so, he's such a larger than life guy. He got the. Arguably one of the, the either the greatest boxer of all time or one of the greatest boxers of all time to come out of retirement, give him basically half a fight like Connor said because it's just boxing. Yeah, compared to UFC. Oh, that, yeah, that's genius. Make a hundred million dollars, which is ridiculous. <laughs> put half of that into his new whiskey, turn that into a billion dollars, then goes. You know what? I'm an athlete. I like combat sports. Let me make a comeback. There's an, there's an interview about him talking about how his family is fighters. goes back yeah. to the Irish War and stuff. Yeah. That's completely different from what he does. But still, no, but you kind of get what I'm saying. Sorry, right? yeah. I feel like they're not, not all of them. There's some, there's people like, what's his name, Glover Teixeira? Glover yeah, Teixeira. Glover yeah. Nice guy. Nice guy. There's Anthony Smith's a, a Anthony nice Smith. guy. There's, he has a doctorate degree. Yeah, there's, there, there's, there's out... Justin Gaethje, the guy that won, yeah, has a he has a what is it a human polit- a human science degree, human, uh, political science, political political science. political science degree. He said if he wasn't doing he UFC could run fighting, for like a mayor, yeah, he, he said if he wasn't doing UFC, he'd be doing like help with inner city kids and stuff like that. He says the guy that you get, the guy that you see in here, you'll never see him again until I'm back in a cage again. There's guys, there's there's guys like that. There's there's NFL players that are great. There's NBA players, Dirk, yeah, LeBron. Yeah, Steph. Mm-hmm. Then there's Gilbert Arenas. He brought a gun to the locker room, didn't yeah. he? Then yeah. there's Stephen Jackson. Who I like Stephen Jackson now, but when he played, he'll even say I was kind of a turd. I yeah. heard him say that I was kind of a turd. Yeah. In the NFL, you've got who is now a UFC fighter, by the way, which kind of makes my point. Greg you've got Hardy. Greg Hardy. Oh yeah, he's. You've he's got Ndamukong Sue. You've got guys that. I would love nothing more filthy. than Indomitian Sue try to go to the UFC and get absolutely worked. He'd probably beat somebody up. Indomitian Sue's huge. Yeah, he's huge. That dude's massive. Put him in there with a Greg Hardy. See who wins. Probably Greg Hardy. Yeah. Greg Hardy's meaner. But I'm saying, like, for the most part, there are outliers. There are very, very nice people that are 
good people that are in those sports. Yeah. But I feel like for the most part, especially in combative sports like boxing and UFC, I feel like a lot of a lot of adrenaline, a lot of a lot of adrenaline, a lot of testosterone, a lot of arrogance, and just all around people that take that. And go out in the community okay. with it, like John Jones. I think a lot of them are people you wouldn't see in the. Well, they're not top fighters in the UFC. You don't become a top fighter in the UFC being stupid. You have to be able to market yourself. You have to be sort of smart to make it to the top. I mean, like young John Jones. Young John Jones before he started getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. Great. Do you think it's smart to grab a? I don't remember if it was a trash can or what it was, and throw it at a bus. Connor. Or, yeah. I love Connor. That's not smart. Because now you're going to court, which for the UFC, yeah. just like a rapper, if a rapper gets arrested, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. He threw that, he threw that, what was it? A, it was a dolly. A dolly. He yeah. threw a dolly, that dolly through the window because he's really good friends with a guy named Artem Lobov. Uh, that's the guy that Habib jumped over the cage and like did a flying kick yeah, at. Yeah, He's really good friends. It's like Connor's best friend. Artem had a fight one night against a guy named Zabit Nurmagomedov. And after Any the fight... Relation? Huh? Any relation? I think they're cousins. Yeah, I was say they have to be related. Artem beat Zabit. Okay. And they have like their whole like Russian gang. He said, talk now! They gang, They surrounded Artem and basically like jumped him in the UFC like tunnel entrance. Hmm. And Connor heard about it and was like, I'm not down with that. So Khabib's dirty. Basically, yeah. Well, not necessarily him, but... And then uh, Habib's uh, dad's actually in the hospital right now in yeah. critical condition. That's you know the good. first person that tweeted out? Connor. Said, yeah, said, I hope he gets better. Okay, but do... Sober Connor's, do, sober Connor's a great, a, a normal person. Do two rights make a wrong? No. Wait, do two wrongs make a right? No. Two rights don't make a wrong. Two yeah. rights make a right. Yeah. But the two, no. two wrongs make a um, right? No. Connor, sober Connor is a different Connor. I like, I mean... Whiskeyed up, Connor. Arrogant, Connor. I mean, you uh, in the you can sort of in the Donald Cerrone fight. There was no shit talking there. They were both very cordial to each other. Even mm. you know Connor normally yeah. does his whole the billionaire strut when he walks to the yeah. cage. He didn't do it. He gave Donald a, a fist bump. Yeah, he said when people were like, "Oh, Connor's just an arrogant." No, talks no, I'm shit. not saying that. He reacts off of what he gets, like the Eddie Alvarez fight. Whenever he fought Eddie Alvarez in 2016 at UFC 205, he was talking, and they asked him about Eddie Alvarez, what he thought of him as an opponent. As an opponent, and he goes, "Eddie's been in the sport a long time. I have nothing but respect for Eddie." And then all of a sudden, Eddie just goes, "Be fucking careful." Connor was saying yeah. respectful things. That right there is what. Oh, once you do that, all bets are off the table. Now I'm about to beat you before I even have to beat you in the in the, in the octagon. I'm just going to beat you with my words, I'm, I'm and that's exactly that. what happened. I'm not talking about. I'm not necessarily talking about him. I'm saying like, do you think the Diaz brothers are like outside of the sport good guys? I don't. Uh, Nate, no. Nick's all right. Nick's been out of the sport for so long. Okay, I'm just saying like that. That that's what I'm getting at is like I feel like in not necessarily contact sports, but yeah, because you still got guys like I said, like Greg Hardy, guys like Carl Malone. Yeah, you still got people like that. But I feel like most of them are good people. Yeah. But I feel like in combat sports, I mean, you think Mike Tyson's a now yes now now yes in his career, you think Mike Tyson was a good guy? I don't. He was a really quiet guy, from what Mike everyone Tyson says. Was, he did. He Mike Tyson was odd. Well, That's what I'll say. He was a very quiet guy. He didn't do anything wrong or bad. He made smart business decisions. I mean, that's how his fortune lasted so long. 
Because back then they obviously didn't pay what they pay boxers now, obviously. Um, but back on Mike Tyson, he's 53 years old. Have you seen this man hitting the bag recently? Yes. So Mike Tyson put out a statement saying that the <laughs> – so he was out of shape for a while, like in the Hangover movie. Mm-hmm. He's out of shape. Still extremely fast. Hits hard. Yeah, he'll, he'll, yeah, I've seen those. He'll probably never lose that until he's like in his upper seventies. Yeah, he would, he would eat me. Yeah, he'll, he'll probably never lose that. But he put a statement out after one of his training videos and said, "The fighting, the gods of the fighting gods of war have reawoken my ego to come back and wreak havoc on the division again." The what? <laughs> The fighting gods of war. Oh, my God. He said, my ego is intact again. I lost it for a long time. But I'm healthier than I was when I was in my 20s. He's healthier? He's healthier. Oh, no. He said, I'm just as strong. I'm still just as fast. Boxing, I'm coming back. And a lot of people are like, uh, it's a joke. Evander Holyfield did the same thing when he was 47. Started off as an exhibition match for charity. That turned it in that that right there for Evander Holyfield, he ended up fighting for a heavyweight world title. Hmm. Like six or seven months later. If Mike Tyson <laughs> takes him belt back. He looks really good. <laughs> He's I mean it's in it's in training though. It's sparring, it's that kind of stuff. It's hitting the bag, so still, but you put Mike Tyson in a ring with anybody, like Can you take a punch? He's old. He Older. Moved. He he never took damage it anyway. It doesn't matter. Can you take a hit? He got knocked out. He got knocked out. Yeah, but I'm talking. He Mike Tyson wasn't just popular for power. There's a game called Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Yeah, he was, <laughs> but that's not what he was just popular for. What? And if you watch any I mean, yeah, Mike Tyson head movement, he was the like the epitome of head movement before Floyd Mayweather. He never got hit because yeah. because he's so he's so he's not. Tall for a heavyweight, he's very short. Yeah. So they're swinging down at him. So he would, he just ducked and moved. And on top of that, extremely fast with his hands, and he hits hard. If, if he, he comes back to boxing, he is now the hardest hitter in in, in boxing again. Yeah. Not Deontay Wilder. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think he could be. I, I think it'd be good for the sport if he came back. Oh, so do I. Because I mean, what's a what's a huge name in boxing now? Max, Tyson Fury, Max Kellerman, and uh, the guy Teddy Atlas or whatever they're mm-hmm. talking about it. Yeah, Max Which, said, Max knows what he's talking about. Max Max, Max covered boxing. Yeah, so did Teddy. Okay. Uh, they uh, yeah, Teddy's been covering it since he was twenty, and he's like seventy now. So Jesus. he knows what he's talking about. Um, they both said they think it's going to be like an exhibition charity match, but the it's only like problem the only problem with that is, like Muhammad Ali did it once, and. Muhammad Ali, you're getting something flashy, you know? Yeah. Mike Tyson has never, and I highly doubt it's changed. Mike Tyson's not going in there to give you a show. He's going in there to run through the opponent. Yeah, he's trying to kill the other guy. That's what he's going in there for. And I think that's what makes him dangerous, dangerous now, even for boxers now. Because when you get in, like, you take a 30-year-old heavyweight guy, put him in the ring with 53-year-old Mike Tyson... The other guy, one, is feeling a little disrespected, but at the same time very respected because he's fighting Mike Tyson. That guy's going to sort of, not necessarily, I don't know this for a fact, but he's just going to go out there and box. Mike Tyson's going out there to kill you. And if you do not move and you let him hit you, 
you are going to get knocked out. What do you think of the odds that he runs the sport? <laughs> Just runs through everybody. Um, That'd be awesome. Higher than what a lot of people, I think, think. Really? I think he does his exhibition match for charity, and he wins that fight, probably in dramatic fashion, because they probably put him against some, like, not like no-name, because you can't put a no-name like in. Like an up-and-comer. You can't put a no-name in with Mike Tyson. That's just not possible, because he'll die, and he'll not even want to box anymore. He probably, I mean, he probably gets in the ring with like a top 15, top 20 fighter, heavyweight fighter, runs through him, probably knocks him out first, second round, third what if, round. What if Mike just gets slept? That'd be crazy, too. I mean, um, it's just kind of like, yeah, nice charity event. Yeah. That was cool. Um, but I think Mike Tyson gets in the ring for an exhibition charity match for coronavirus stuff, runs through the guy for one, two, three rounds. That even that ignites his like fighting want even more. He trains he trains harder. Makes the fighting gods of war angry. <laughs> that right there, when I was reading that, I was like, oh, it gave me. I was like, I, you know, like when you get chills from something weird. I was like, oh, I don't like that. That's scary. What's he? Who's he calling to? Ares and Kratos I together? No, He's I, like, I got no idea. But <laughs> Jesus, I think he runs through There's a person. Gods of War. <laughs> I think he runs through a person that's very good, and obviously, fighter. You know, marketing. I'm like, oh, Mike Tyson. He gets his fighting, his boxing license in uh, Las Vegas again. He gets it back, and I say like summer 2021, maybe earlier. Mike Tyson's fighting for fighting for a belt somewhere. In a year? Mm-hmm. I don't know. He is. He fights top Maybe. 20 guy, then he beats top 15 guy, put him in there with a the top 10. He wins all of these fights. It's quicker if he wins them all in dramatic fashion. It's quicker. I don't think he puts him in. I don't think they put him in there with Tyson Fury just yet. Because uh, that's, that's a very huge. That's a tough fight for both of them. Because... Tyson Fury is too tall. He's extremely tall and huge, but can move. Mike Tyson's shorter, moves faster, and hits harder. He hits way harder. <laughs> Tyson Fury's not a knockout artist. I bet you might see him in there with either Anthony Joshua. I think that'd be a good fight. Let's see who the hardest hitter is. Mike Tyson, Deontay, Deontay Wilder. Wilder. I'm going to say Deontay Wilder. Mike Tyson wins that. Yeah, Mike Tyson would probably He's a much better boxer than Deontay Wilder. So, when we look back on this... What are you going to think when he, like, is fighting for a title? Oh, God, I'll be so happy. What are you going to think if he gets slept at this charity event? I'd still be happy. <laughs> You'd be happy? Not that he gets slept, but just to see him fight. I mean, I hope. I, mean, I, Cause I, I, I think he can come back and make a, actually make a comeback at his age. Yeah. Which would be cool. Because he's a, he's, a, like a, he's a crazy athlete. He's a monster. So, but. Uh, at time, uh, fruitofthebean.com. Go to fruitofthebean.com to get some coffee or some coffee merch from Fruit of the Bean. Um, they sell coffee, they sell clothes, they sell mugs, they sell bagged coffee, and all of that stuff. Uh, on top of that, all money they receive, uh, 10% of all the profits they receive go to people affected by human trafficking and children in orphanages. And on top of that, if that's not good enough, if you go to fruitofthebean.com and use our discount code NYNP, you get 25% off of your first purchase with them. So, check out fruitofthebean.com. Use the discount code NYNP. Second one, from Dulife. D-E-U-X-L-I-F-E dot C-O. Dulife.co. It's a thrift box service for children's clothing. Um, I'm aware that school is not in session right now, but when things are back to normal, your kids will need some clothes. 
So go to Do Life. You'll save about $100 because if you go to a normal store and you buy 10 items of clothing like Nike, Adidas, Polo, Ralph Lauren, um, you'll spend $150, $200. With the Do Life, you get 10 items of clothing for $50. And on top of that, it's shipped to you with free shipping. And you get to choose the colors that you want your kids to wear, that you don't want your kids to wear. You get to choose the sizes for them. All of that stuff. All for $49. And on top of that, if you use the discount code NYNP, you get 15% off of that purchase. So you're saving a bunch of money. And you get 15% off. So go to DoLife, D-E-U-X-L-I-F-E dot C-O dot co. Use the discount code NYNP, 15% off. Get your kids some threads. Yeah. You get my, my it sounds bad, but my UFC boxing yeah. kind of opinion. Which, Do you understand Which what one I'm do you saying? think is safer? Which sport? Yeah. Boxing. I mean, you're getting punched in the head a lot, but boxing. No. I mean, you know, the UFC safer? Mm-hmm. Listen I don't to, know, man. Listen to Joe Rogan talk well, about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, of course Joe Rogan's going to say it's safer. Well, no, when you listen to him talk about it, it was an episode he had Teddy Atlas on there. Really? Yeah. Listen to him talk about it. In boxing. Boxing, I mean, boxers have died. Yeah. Boxers have died in the ring. Yeah, I know. Have, have any UFC fighters died? I'm just saying, get your arms snapped and tell me which one's safer. In bo- so I I thought I what I because I watched it recently that's what made it made me think of it. Um, in I boxing, can see UFC being safer. In actually. boxing, yes, you're only throwing punches and the gloves are bigger, but the no, the whole knockdown rule. So when you're an amateur fighter, like when Jake Paul fought that and Isan Gibb, they're professional fighters because they got their pro boxing license, but it was their first pro boxing bout, so it was a three knockdown rule. So you get knocked down three times, fight's over, you lose. When you, you know, get better and better, knockdown rules don't apply anymore. You can get knocked down as many times as you want as yeah, long as you... that 10 count. If you get up, you keep fighting. And a lot of boxing corners don't throw in the towel. They did with Deontay Wilder, and I think that was extremely smart because he was... Yeah, he was going to die. Yeah, he was getting worked in there. It was awful. But a lot of boxing corners don't throw in the towel. So you're having... Repeated punches to the head, and these guys—it's not like the pad, the the gloves apply that much pressure. No, you're getting punched padding the head. because you can that you still get cut up. Yeah. So it's repeated brain trauma Brain's over swelling. over <laughs> over again. In the UFC, you're not just aiming for the head; you're aiming for the body, the legs, trying to break someone's arm, I all of that, that stuff. Can make it pretty freaking dangerous. The UFC. And the, the corners in the UFC can't throw in the towel because there's a referee in there. Mm. And it's if you get knocked down enough, they'll stop it. You get taken to the ground and you're not defending yourself properly, they stop it. I'll say this about boxing. Once the dude's like falls, mm-hmm. ref's in the way, checking on him and stuff. Dude, in the UFC, I think it was... Maybe it was... Uh, it was... It was Jorge Mazdoff and um, and Ben Astrin. Mm-hmm. When he remember me saying this when he when he for the flying knee, mm-hmm. he dude, was out right there, dude. When he comes down with that hammer fist, mm-hmm. he just that's where I'm with the UFC. That's where I'm like, okay, the dude's dead. I know you're supposed to like make sure he's out. That's what's not even making sure that's he's out. His, his job, not really. That's wrong. All the all the stuff that happened between them two, that's still wrong. Not really. The dude's laying there not even breathing, basically, and you just come down with a hammer fist and just capitalize. That's the thing about the UFC that I think is I don't think that's wrong at all. I've never liked that. UFC, as their job with UFC fighters, to get in there and hit somebody until the ref stops them. 
Yeah, I, I, I agree. And the ref needs to go. You, Bit Ashton's dead. Don't touch him. Well, he, <laughs> you it's win. It's not his fault. Go back to your corner it's or your whatever. It's not Jorge's fault. No, it's not Jorge's fault. It's He's doing ref. his job. It's but the ref still, getting over there. I'm, I'm saying that part of the sport. Oh. Watch the if you watch the compilation of all the stuff being said about Jorge and Jorge's family, mm-hmm. you'll understand where he's coming from. Yeah, I don't protect your family. You That's know, like under- with um, the video we were watching with uh, Oscar De La Hoya mm-hmm. when that guy's mouthing about yeah. his, his wife and his people, like his country and all that yeah. stuff, and yeah, just kills him. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I understand it from that point. Um, but uh, other UFC news. When Connor said "see you in July," mm-hmm. Dana White said something last night. Uh, well, not last night, but at the press conference the day after the fights on Saturday. Uh, Orhe, the whole thing was he was supposed to fight Kamara Usman for the welterweight belt. Dana White said that fight's not happening next for Orhe. They said they have a bigger fight for him. Which can I can only think of two people that would be a bigger fight. Connor. Yeah. At 170 on Fight Island. Okay. As well as Habib and I Justin Gaethje yeah. on the same card. That'd be or massive. Orhe versus Nick Diaz. Ooh, Nick comes back to avenge his, avenge his brother's loss because Orhe worked his brother mm-hmm. and said he baptized him and Nick didn't like that very much. I'm not a huge fan of the Diaz brothers. They both can fight. I'll say this he didn't baptize Nate Diaz. No, he couldn't. He didn't get the chance For to. For the baddest. MF or belt? He didn't get a chance to. <laughs> he didn't get a chance to. The way that I'm, I'm just saying, your belt's called the baddest MF or. Here's where I'm about to draw. Like I'm about to step over the line of what I just said, where I'm like, Jorge doing that to Ben Ashton is too much. Yeah. If your belt's called that, somebody needs to almost die. Well, <laughs> if you're the baddest MF or, you I, need to walk out of there drenched in blood and Nate you did. almost killed the other guy. They did. Yeah, that's why they called it. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Don't call it because of that. Yeah. I know, like he's losing blood like crazy. Yeah. You want him to Bad. go into shock. Two terrible, two terrible spots for a couple. You want one him, above the eye and one below yeah. the you eye. You want him to go into shock because of blood loss. But yeah. That That's how you end that fight. The yeah. baddest MF or. Uh, we had to call the fight. I don't think Jorge much. meant to do that, but no. I know he meant to cut him up because oh, yeah. Nate and has Nate a bunch gets, of scar tissue around yeah. his eyes. Nate gets, gets cut up easy. But, That'd be yeah, a good fight. I think Nick comes out of retirement. He said he has a bigger fight for Jorge. That's the only two people I can think of that are a, a bigger draw than him fighting for the belt. Mm. Or uh, someone thought uh, GSP. I was going to say, maybe George St. P- uh, Pierre or... Um... Got to be a 170 or a 185-er. The only, those are the only two, and maybe GSP, that I can think of that would be a bigger draw than Kamaru Usman and Orhe Masvidal. Because Connor's camp said he wants the, the Orhe fight, which is a dangerous fight. How about Orhe, Dillashaw? He's too small. He's he way could, too small. And they can meet in the middle. Uh, I don't know. How about TJ Dillashaw? TJ fights at 135. Jorge fights at 170. They can meet at 155. Yeah, but that means TJ got to put on. Well, TJ's, no, he can't fight anyway. He's he's just uh, suspended all the way until 2022. Oh, God, I didn't even. Yeah, he's suspended. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that for what. Uh, he fought Henry Cejudo mm-hmm. last year for yeah. the flyweight at 125. For some reason, because TJ was the bantamweight at 135, and he wanted to become the champ, a champ champ, won two belts. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, instead of going up to 145, he wanted to go down 10 pounds. After already having to do a weight cut to get to 135, and he went down to 125, made weight. That's ridiculous, took, by the yeah, way. He made he took uh, an old like he took like a, the most generic form of steroid 
that they don't really test for because no one uses it anymore. He got caught. And he got suspended for two years. So let me just say this. I get com- I, I got a comment yesterday. Eat a sandwich. Yeah. I am, I am tiny. Yeah. I'm, I'm the smallest weight I've been since I was in high school. Yeah, you're a little guy. I don't weigh. You're also not 5'4". I'm 5'9". I mean, I'm not tall. you got five inches on him, though. I'm not tall. Yeah. But... Like Kevin Hart, you think Kevin Hart's pretty good shape, right? Yeah. That dude's like five, like five four, five three. He only weighs one hundred thirty five pounds. Really? Yeah. And uh, height has a big, big part of weight. Has a really big part. So that's I'd why, be kind of screwed. That's why Connor doesn't fight at one forty five anymore. He's a huge. He's big at one fifty five. I think it's weird when when they say their weights, and I look at me and I'm like. That guy weighs one thirty five. Yeah, like, and he Ty- looks like that. Like Tyron Woodley at one seventy. Yeah, he's not going into that cage at one seventy. I'm just saying that, like, when they're saying their weights, I'm like, dude's supposed to be at one thirty five. How do I outweigh this guy by almost ten pounds? Yeah, give him my weight right there. Yeah, but how do I outweigh this guy by ten pounds? That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's why Connor doesn't fight at one forty five. Said he can make the weight. I don't believe he can make the. I don't think yeah. it'd be smart on his body. But he can make the weight, but he's a huge at. He's huge at all weight classes he fights at. He was crazy because Donald's a natural 170-er. He looked bigger than Donald at 170. Yeah, Connor looked big. So, I hope my, uh, the Mike I think Tyson it's Connor's, thing. I think it's Connor's body type. He has that weird thing where, like, his his weight is like an upside-down triangle. His waist is extremely tiny, but his, like, back and shoulders are massive. You want to hear some flexing? Yeah. If I, like, lift, like, heavy, like, I'd have that, like, triangle it's, in my body. He's huge. Connor's Which I'm tiny huge. as I'm tiny as hell. I you can't. and Connor are the same height. Yeah, I mean, but like like being raw, like tiny, tiny. Yeah. He'd, he'd be built like me. Yeah, if he didn't lift all the time, so he'd look like me. Yeah, because so, I have like a the, like the V and like the weird. Yeah, it's weird. Weird body type. Yeah, I have a weird body type. Um, Mike Tyson, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I want I'd be excited for that. That'd be cool. You said you have a hot take. I kind of want to hear this. Oh yeah, so we're at the 50 minute mark. Oh geez, we need to hurry this up. So. Who is the most overrated rapper that's out right now? That's popular right now. Will Uzi Vert. Okay, I can understand that. I've um, never been a huge fan I'm of Uzi. I haven't either. I hate Uzi Vert. I don't hate him. He has like two good songs. Um, I don't know. He had that like, one song that was in that Michael Jordan commercial for Russell Westbrook, who I don't really like either, but it was for his shoes. It's like, now I do what I want. Now I do what after I want. KD yeah. left, after KD left, I <laughs> yeah. thought that was a genius, and it was a great song choice for that. Um, that song sucks. Yeah, now I do what I want. Yeah, now I do what I want. Um, but uh, yeah, Uzi has a couple good songs. Um, he has that one song that he put out before his two albums this year called ooh. "That Way," and he like remixed "I Want It That, that Way" by the Backstreet yeah, yeah, Boys. Cool. Boys. That was kind of cool. But I think Future's overrated. I don't really like Future I don't either. Like Future either. I think he's overrated. Who are you saying? Post Malone. Kyler just took his headphones off and walked out the room. I'll drive back. No, come here. I'm coming. Why? Oh, you're going to put on that stupid-ass Post Malone t-shirt, aren't you? Yeah, he's going to put on that stupid-ass Post Malone t-shirt. I know it. Yeah, I knew you were going to do that. What? <laughs> Post Malone's most overrated. You're an idiot. No, I'm not. You're an idiot. Why? Post Malone's a... I used to hate Post Malone. Post Malone's amazing. He's good. Post Malone's very. Post Malone's like not Post, overrated. I like Post Malone. Overrated. What? Overrated. Why? 
Are you doing it just to boil my blood today? Like, why would you no. say that? No. I was actually listening to him on the way over here, and that's what made me think of him. He's great. He's good. I like, actually, genuinely like Post Malone. He's great. Overrated, though. Why? Why is he overrated? He makes songs, so think about, okay, here we go. He makes songs because he's sad. Like, Okay, one second. I'll, I'll, I'll prove my point here. Let's compare him to, um, let's see here, who's another rapper that also sings sometimes? I don't want to say Drake because Drake has a cult fan following that is not even comparable. Yeah, Lil Wayne. Um, uh, Lil Wayne hadn't made music in I like know, but years. He, Mirror. I uh, guess. Mirror, he sang. Uh, Bruno Mars sang the chorus on that song. Um, I'll go. I'll go Kanye West. Okay. I'll go Kanye West. Kanye is not near nearly good of not even close as a good of a singer. No, he's not. No, he's not. Post. But as Austin, why has Kanye lasted so long? Because he got with a Kardashian, I don't no. know. <laughs> because don't his know. Mu- because his music changed. Yeah, his music changed. Post Malone's music changes sometimes. He started in folk music. He did. You're right. You're right. Kanye West's I, music I, lasts forever. I can because disagree with you. Beca- I know. I'm, I'm going to see if I can sway no, you real not. quick, just a little bit. You're not. You're just stuck in your ways. You won't even yeah, listen to an no. opinion. Go ahead. Um, I'm listening. Kanye West music's changed from the college dropout, late registration. Eight Awaits and Heartbreak, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Jesus, uh, Yay, Saint was it Saint uh, the Life of Saint Pablo, the Life of Saint Pablo, and then Jesus is King. Jesus is King. Yeah. Change. He has. It's still the Kanye sort of like I'm the best rapper alive type vibe, but music, his music changed. What he raps about has changed. What he sings about has changed. It's always evolving. I'm so disappointed. It's always evolving. Post Malone, the reason he's so popular is because he makes songs for... Sad to say this, because I like Post Malone. But he makes songs for 15, 16, 17-year-old white girls. You sound, like, you sound like me five years ago. Not even five years ago, like three years ago. Post Malone makes music for basic white girls is what I used to say. It's, and I didn't really listen to Post Malone. And now I do, and I like him a lot. Because it's true. He's, he's good. It's true. It is. He's 15, 16, 17-year-old white girls, girls in general, rule the internet. They rule the, they rule the internet. Mm, they do. I feel like pedophiles rule the internet. Okay. Anyway. Due to TikTok and... Watch an catching... Due to TikTok and... Dancing and Instagram and stuff like that, like little 15 second videos of mm. these 15, 16, 17 year old girls that think they got their heart broken by their first boyfriend ever. Yeah. Putting a Post Malone song up, uh, like Sunflower from. Or Goodbyes. Or, um, goodbyes. what is it? Better Now. Yeah. Um, what's that one song? Um, Fudge. Goodbyes. No. No option. Uh, it's, be- it's his best song. That's not it. That's not it. His best song? His best song. Post. 21. With 21? Rockstar? Like, that's like his, one of his better, like one of his like, most. Rockstar's a good one. One um, listen to. I Fall Apart. Oh, yeah. That's a good song. I yeah. Apart. I like that song. Songs like that are what made him popular. Because of those 15, 16, 17 year old girls that think they're very sad. But when you actually go back and listen to his like rapping on it. Go back and listen to songs with just him where he's rapping and not exclude all of his sad songs that made him popular. Go back. I want you to do it. 
There's no way you can you, you can't argue it. I just don't. Just, I just am not going to agree with you. Yeah, you I, I like Post Malone a lot. So do, so do I. Post good. He is good. I like Post Malone. He's very overrated, overrated though. No. Drake's overrated. I agree with that. I agree with that statement 100. Drake puts out trash with other rappers. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with Post that. Post Malone actually does actually makes music that he enjoys. Yeah, because I, of the way he's feeling. I like Post Malone. I so do I. What do you I not disagree under, with what you. Not understanding about like, me saying that I as well. I feel like you just want to take a jab. No. What's the dumbest thing I've said on this show? I have no clue. Probably okay. a lot of shit. Okay. No. You're, no. you're right there. No. no, no <laughs> I've I'm said not. some dumb shit on this show. You're right no, there. No, yeah, that's awful. Go back and listen to any song by Post Malone by himself. In comparison to, I'll use Drake. When Drake is actually just rapping. By himself, he's a good rapper. Yeah, he's not bad. When Post Malone... So I, I love Travis Scott. Travis Scott by himself on some songs is ass. <laughs> but what makes him appeal to people is that whole... What Kid Cudi started, that rager mentality of like... Rappers can have great times too at concerts, not just us go rap for our fans. Travis Scott took that whole, to a whole new level yeah. with... Like music, like sicko mode, where the the beat transition is crazy. Bam, 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 yeah. So Travis Scott, when he's collaborating with other artists and great producers, he makes like uh, Mo Bamba, mm-hmm. the or Sheck West. Sheck West. He fell off really hard. Because that's West. the only type of music he can make. Yeah. Well, this one can make all sorts of music. He can, but it's not good all the time. Go back and what? Listen to, go back and listen to a song just by him. That's either, he's either rapping or not singing about sad stuff. Okay. I guarantee it. You're gonna listen to like listen to what he's like saying and rapping. Is Ball for Me a sad song? You think? Nah, I like Ball for Me. It's a good song. I mean, it's got a who's who features on Nicki Minaj. That? Nicki Minaj. I hate Nicki Minaj. Yeah, I don't like Nicki either. Um, but that's not a bad song. Go back and listen to a Post Malone song where he's just like uh, listen to a rap song that he's just rapping on by himself. I guarantee it. You're going to listen to it and be like, I understand what Aaron's saying. You'll, you'll, right. go, you'll go, I understand what Aaron's saying because as like a lyricist, when in his category of music, which would be rap, R&B type, that, that's more of his main area. It's not that good of a rapper. All right. His songs that what would people gravitate to. What, what are your top five favorite songs about Post Malone? Um, I guarantee your top five favorite songs are the same top five or close to everyone else that listens to Post Malone. I'd have to look at a list, honestly. Like, my top five favorite I, Post I like, Malone songs. I like no Options. No Options? It's a good song. Um, I like Ball For Me, but uh, I don't really hear it. I haven't heard it in a long time. My top five favorite songs by Post Malone are Deja Vu featuring Justin Bieber, which is a sad song. Mm. White Iverson, which is the song that made it popular. I did not like White Iverson. I never liked White Iverson. Uh, I Fall Apart, sad song. Mm. Um, okay. Congratulations with Quavo. Quavo makes that yeah, song. Yeah, I, I, I like that song. I put that in there. And Money Made Me Do It. Mm-mm. I like that song. With 2 Chains. And 2 Chains makes that song. I don't like 2 Chains. You listen, if you listen to the lyric, lyric side of Post Malone in his rapping, he's not that good. The reason people think he's so great is because all they hear from him is on the internet from these fake sad girls or boys thinking that their heart's broken and they put she left me she broke up with me I fall apart by Post Malone or uh, this girl is who I'm going to marry they put Sunflower mm-hmm. stuff or like goodbyes. that goodbyes yeah I'm no good at goodbyes See? I like that song that's one of my favorite ones 
I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I still disagree. No. I, I still think it's a good. Opinion. You will later. Whenever you listen to an actual rap, so, like an actual song by 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 Post Malone, and you're gonna listen to it, and you're gonna with what I'm saying in the I back don't think of he's your a, head. I don't think he's like a great rapper. I've, I've never been like, oh, he's an amazing rapper. He's a good lyricist. No, he's not. I think he is. He's not a good lyricist. In comparison, in comparison, in comparison to, to like Eminem and stuff. Now. No, compared to his contemporaries, he's not top twenty lyricist in rap and R and B. You still be a good lyricist. You have to be top whatever. That's what that's what I'm getting at. His when you think when people say who are the top ten rappers out right now, a lot of them would say Post Malone. I'd put him at the near the near that seven eight nine part of that list. But I wouldn't put him at the four. because of because of his hits. I, he's not even in my top ten. That's because you would also put people in your top ten that I would never even think of because I'm like what my top ten is Kanye West, J Cole. See, J Cole would be like nine or ten for me. He's still in there though. He'd be in the very very tail end. J Cole, um, Eminem would have to be in there yeah. technically because he I, has made music recently. In my list, I could even drop J Cole. Who would your Who would be in yours? I'm not. I'd have to look at a list. Oh, but like. Drake would be in mine, but once again, he'd be towards the end. Yeah, eight. He'd be right there with Post. Yeah. Would be ahead of him. Post would be six, seven, eight. He'd be eight, nine, ten. Yeah, Jay Cole, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. So I wouldn't put Lil Pump in there. I wouldn't put I wouldn't put Lil, Lil, Lil Uzi Pump Vert in there. in there. I wouldn't put. Um, would you put the baby in there? Yes. How <laughs> am I? Might. Yeah. Because he, he's he's a guy nice. that he's, he's a nice. guy not the greatest lyricist in the world. No, but he's very consistent with. The quality of music mm-hmm. he puts out, yeah, he's not like a great. He's not like you know, like J Cole's a, a pure lyricist. Yeah, yeah. The baby's not. His lyrics are catchy, and that's what makes him popular. Are we out on time here? An hour and one minute. Well, you want to talk about your TikTok finds? Or you oh yeah, wait till the next? I'll cover it real quick. Okay. They're re- it's really quick to to do. While you're doing that, um, I will be back at Red Lobster. The reopening, mm-hmm. so I'll be working a lot of doubles up there. So if you want. Uh, Want to come eat and you want to come see me, come up to Red Lobster and Sherman. I'm back. So I found a bunch of TikToks last night of these. Um, <laughs> it's of, uh, first of all, I saw a basketball drill with Jason Tatum and a dude. It's a drill where you work on a hesitation shot, like where you dribble and you fake the shot, like a hezzy fake. Yeah. And the defender has to keep his hands on his hips the whole time. And you're trying to sell it. So you pl- tell the defender to play with his hands on his hips. And you just tell the other guy with the ball to score. We can only take jump shots. And the idea is to not fall for the pump fake. Or in the on the ball handler side, to sell the hesitation pump fake. Yeah, to sell that hesitation, yeah. And it's a, a thing where you do you have four dribble moves and he's doing it, and if the hand leaves the hip like they want to contest the shot, then the ball handler wins. But if the guy's hands stay on his hip and he, you know, closes out on you when you take your shot, he gets the point. I thought that was pretty cool. But I ran across these TikToks where they make poems, but using Google Voice. <laughs> okay. So. Roses are red. I passed out in a ditch. I'm looking for a thick booty bitch. <laughs> that was an old man. <laughs> yeah. I watched these all night last Roses night. Roses are red. Jamaicans eat squids. Here's my gas can. My brother Josh. Blew himself up and his two kids. Oh my god. Dude, they're fantastic. Roses are red. I drink a six pack while I drive. One minus one equals. It goes 
35. <laughs> Play again. Roses are red. Your granddad's name is Clive. What's up with it, bitch? This your boy, he got pussy 445. Okay. Roses are red. I lost right. my mum in the zoo. This is why mom doesn't. Roses are red. Roses are red. This video is blunt. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? Gemma, you silly cunt. Oh, okay. are red. McDonald's is shut. Your dad sells Avon and your mum's a fucking slut. All right. I, I read it. Those, I read it to those That's last stupid. night. It's so funny. The first one with the old man is what got me to oh find the God. page. <laughs> roses are. What did it say? What was the What was the poem? It was red, roses are. Roses are red. I passed out in a ditch, and then the old guy comes on and goes, I'm looking for a thick booty bitch. <laughs> the old, for Dude's the people, old. For the people that are listening to it because it's not on YouTube right now, it's an old white guy with bifocals going, I'm looking for a thick booty bitch. <laughs> Dude's in his late 70s, early 80s. I saw those last night. I couldn't stop laughing. It was the funniest thing in the world. That's why I don't have a TikTok. Why? It's so stupid. It's funny, though. It's stupid. Dude, it's so oh, funny. God. TikTok, I, you know what? I wasn't on board with you at first, but you're you're pretty fire. I only follow the more creative people. I hate the TikTok dances. Can't stand them. Um, but as far as creativity goes, um, you know, you might be... Uh, Oh, there's definitely some some creativity in there, but it's a lot of it's stupid. Like this. Whoa. That's pretty cool. Yeah, the, those are cool. I like, like those. when people are creative like yeah, that. Yeah, those are cool. Uh very very good. But you want to wrap this up? Yeah, let's uh, let's wrap it up. All right. Well, if you made it this far, you know the drill. Oh, one second. Oh. Listen to Iman Shumpert comment. So there's a at and I think it was when he was on the Cavs. I'm pretty okay. sure there was an old white lady working the tunnel, and someone got her to tell the players when they came in in their normal clothes that they had drip. <laughs> Listen to Iman Shumpert's reaction. <laughs> What you, know you about, know about some drip drop? <laughs> what you know about some little drip drop? I like him on He's funny. He's funny he yeah. says, this is for Good Morning America. My mom loves yeah. that show. Here goes Jerry. Like, Hi, mom. She said, good Morning nice, America. Nice drip. What you know about drip? What Mon you know Shepherd. about the little drip Mon drop? Shepherd's a clown. Oh, gosh. But, um, yeah, let's wrap it up. <laughs> if you made it this far, you know the drill. Um, every Tuesday and Friday on uh, my Snapchat story, I post the links for this podcast right here. All you do is swap up on my story, and you can find it. You can follow me on Snapchat at KylerDurham21, no caps, no spaces. And every Wednesday, I post the link for the Academy of Conspiracy. Once again, on my story, all you do is swipe up. We also have a Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash NYNP, um, you can be a subscriber and you get some extra content. If you are a subscriber, you get an extra episode. And trying to put some more episodes up there for our Patreon subscribers, you get discount on merch. And you get to submit questions to us 
And once we get enough questions, we will answer Patreon. We will honestly answer y'all's questions 100% honestly. So we have three tiers on our Patreon that you can subscribe to or whatever it's called. We have the average tier, which is $5. We have the spooky tier, which is $6 in order the AOC. And we have the normal tier, which is $7. Don't be an average spooky person. Be normal. Also got a video up on um, iFilm Cinema's YouTube page. Go check that out. Yeah. And um, be ready for an iFilm Cinema's gaming video to come out. Aaron, where's everything else at? All right. I got a couple things to say, actually. I thought of this last night, so it's in the video. If you haven't seen the video yet, you'll hear it here. Um, uh, Snapchat Aaron Cross 15. Instagram iPhone Aaron. Twitter iPhone Aaron 15. Uh, Night Normal Podcast on Twitter, Instagram. If you want to watch some old episodes on YouTube, go for it. Um, Academy of Conspiracy on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. iPhone Cinemas Productions on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Be sure to subscribe to the iPhone Cinemas Gaming Channel. The first video comes out in two days. Um, other than that, go to iPhoneCinemas.com uh, to get all the links and stuff like that or to buy the NYNP merch. Uh, like Kyler said in an episode or an episode two ago, um, we're running out quite quick. So we only got mm-hmm. a couple, couple, not a couple shirts. We got quite a bit, but not in various colors anymore. So cop those while, we, while you can. And like Kyler said, go to the Patreon. We got three different tiers. We got the five, six, seven dollar tiers. They all come with the different intangibles and variations of stuff that you get if you sign up for it. And I emailed Feeding America. It's a charity organization that is helping families in this time of coronavirus crisis pandemic. Um, so all the Patreon money that we make, we're actually going to donate it to Feeding America. That's cool. To, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was. I they emailed me back last night. I emailed them a week ago. I'm assuming they're really busy, yeah. obviously. So they emailed me back. So all the Patreon money that we get will be sending to Feeding America in donations to help them feed families and people in need during a coronavirus pandemic. Um, so other than that, though... Um, subscribe to a good cause. Yeah, subscribe and sign up for a good cause. None of that money is going towards uh, our stuff. We got pretty much everything we need now um the only money that we'll actually be making is from the merch itself and we'll be using that to buy more merch here in the future um and when this coronavirus pandemic is over if you would still like to be a patron subscriber that money will help us do other things more for the listeners sake but for right now due to what's going on that money is going to go to feeding america so with that being said that's all i got to say bang bang skeet skeet daddy (laughs) daddy um, this whole episode, I wasn't wearing any shoes. Yeah, I know. I just want to say that. With Joe Santagato, he yeah. never wears shoes on his podcast. I don't podcast. Have my shoes on. So, all right. Well, thanks for listening. <laughs>